You're listening to the I Can Relate podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Miller. On this podcast, we talk to relatable and amazing people with real life struggles and joys sharing the goodness of God. Each episode is designed to bring encouragement to your life. So make sure you subscribe today. Also, don't forget to give five stars and write a review so others can find this podcast and be blessed. Welcome back to the podcast. I have guest Nikki Matson joining me today. She has, in just really a few short weeks, become a great mentor and friend to me. And I know God allowed our paths to cross. And so, Nikki, I am so thankful um, that you were able to come on the podcast today and share your story. So welcome to the I Can Relate podcast. Thank you, Becky. I'm so glad to be here. Nikki is the executive director at Mosaic Virginia. Mosaic Virginia is a pro-life Christian nonprofit serving Loudoun County for 26 years. And we are so thankful for them and what God is doing there. Nikki, how long have you been with Mosaic Virginia? Uh, This is my fourth year uh, with the ministry. I started out as the development director and then uh, a a year after the board um, asked me to serve as the executive director. Okay, awesome. And where were you before you came to Mosaic, Virginia? What were you doing before? I was in the um, development department of Prison Fellowship, which is a national organization for prison ministry. I was there for eight years. And then prior to that, I was a children's director um, at a church. So I'm back to being about kids. That's awesome. Where my heart is. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, And so, you know, as we just heard, Nikki hasn't always been at Mosaic Virginia, and really she hasn't always been at Prison Fellowship um, or a children's director. And so today on the podcast, I want um, you to hear her incredible story of what God has done in her life, where he has taken her from and where she is today and what God is still doing in her life. And so, Nikki, um, I want you to take it away and share with um, my listeners your beautiful story. Well, thank you, Becky. Thank you for your kind words. It's um, likewise, I've really been feeling blessed lately to have my new friend, Becky. Um, so, <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> so, of course, we'll, we'll start at the beginning. I mean, I was raised in a, in a Greek Orthodox home that didn't believe in anything. Um, We only called ourselves Greek Orthodox because um, it was a badge of sorts. But um, really, we were an atheist family. My my parents were very anti-God. Fast forward, I I got married. My husband and I worked for um, a startup company that went public and all of a sudden we became multi multi-millionaires wow. and we um, had two beautiful children and I remember uh, we were in this big beautiful house in California and our our biggest activity of the weekend was what are we going to go buy this weekend hmm. um, I should have been happy I should have realized that I had everything. I had the most wonderful husband and these beautiful babies and Hmm. I didn't have to work. Uh, I mean, it was just a dream come true for most women, but I was tormented inside. I was so unhappy. I um, had thoughts of suicide constantly and I didn't know how to get out of it. I just didn't. And um, 
I say God came to our rescue when we lost all of our money. <laughs> we were not mm -hmm. smart investors. Um, so one day it was just all gone in the stock market. And um, we ended up moving out to Virginia because uh, it was cheaper out there. And we're originally from the East Coast. And I will never forget the first couple of weeks we're there and I'm meeting new people. And everyone is asking me, have you found a church home yet? And I I was so insulted by that. I thought, how dare you ask me that personal question, you know? Um, so I ended up um, going to a little event for my kids' school and met a woman there. And she, I could tell right away, she was what I would refer to as a Bible thumper. And, you know, she could figure out right away that I wasn't. And so she was very kind, very sweet. Um, but of course, I was resistant to that. Um, she invited me to lunch. And at lunch, she told me about Jesus and how he died for me. Um, she told me how he came to earth and, uh, you know, he lived a perfect life and died on the cross and was rose again. And it wasn't until she said three words that my heart was just pierced. It, mm. I, it's hard to explain. But she said, Nikki, Jesus loves you. Mm. And um, that was the start of an adventure for me. Um, mm. I remember uh, fast forward a couple of months and it's now Christmas. And I told my husband, you know what, honey, we should, we should probably get involved in a church. I think our kids need some nice kids to hang out with. That was my motivation. Yeah. So we picked the biggest church near us um, and went there on Christmas Eve. And we walk up the steps and who's on the front steps as the greeter, this woman, Diana, wow. I'll call her Diana. And she is so sweet. This is who she is. She's an amazing person. She would never come out and say, oh, you're coming to church. No, she said, Nikki, I had no idea you come to this church. Now, it wasn't that big. She knew I didn't go to any church. <laughs> so, but that's just how she is. So I went in there and I remember listening to the sermon and the pastor was he was kind of funny and serious and the stories he was telling was just the first time I'd ever heard anything like that. Wow. And I'd only gone to church for weddings before. So I, I was just blown away and we started going every week. Um, and then the pastor invited us over to his home for the, you know, the one-on-one class, if you want to call it. And my husband did something that night that, you know, he had, done before that was a contention in our marriage he he embarrassed me in front of those people it didn't by the way in all defense to my husband it didn't take much <laughs> at that time <laughs> to do that so and so the next day he was working in his office and working from home and i was upstairs cleaning like a mad woman because that's <laughs> what i do when i get angry and i will never forget this as long as i live um, all of a sudden i could see this man laying on the ground and I could hear the hammer banging nails. Uh -huh. I could see feet on, it was, it was dirt and um, there were sandals, feet with sandals. Yeah. And he was, this man had a beard and long hair and he was just looking at me just wow. with these beautiful eyes, not wincing in pain, not saying anything, just looking at me. Yeah. And then I start, started to see all my sins laid out before me things that I didn't even know were sins. Yeah. And then it was all gone. It was just like lifted away. And I really, I did not really fully understand what that was, <laughs> yeah. but 
I went downstairs to my, to my husband crying. And I said, honey, I am so sorry for all the times I disrespected you. Now, I, if anyone knows me from before, I would have never done that ever. <laughs> but I felt compelled to do that in that moment. And I had wow. no idea really at that point what a godly wife was or anything. But that, so that is the Holy Spirit. Yes. And so um, now I, um, I got involved in the church and then I became children's director. And um, there's a whole other lesson there. Um, I, I got really, really sick. I became so in, involved in ministry that I spent no time with the Lord mm. and I could hear his gentle voice reminding yeah. me constantly and I ignored it. And I thought I'm doing ministry. I'm amazing. You know, I'm doing this wonderful yeah. stuff, you know, and then I got really, really sick and couldn't do ministry. Um, and he healed me. I wasn't supposed to be healed. I was supposed to be blind in a wheelchair and he really? healed me. Wow. The elders came to pray for me. And that next week, I started responding to the medication. So wow. he taught me in that, you know, that he's first. Yeah. I can't do ministry without him. Um, and um, I really, even today in the ministry that I'm doing, I have times when I get really busy yeah. and I'm not spending time with him and he will give me that gentle voice. And I, boy, my attention, um, I remember, you know, I learned. So, um, you know, he, he's just such a loving God that he knows um, we need him and he wants to be there with us doing ministry. So now I, I serve at Mosaic Virginia and I, I, I can't be more of a delight to see yeah. um, literally life and death um, every day. And um, women who come in who are so scared and alone and we get to, walk alongside them. Yeah. And how old were you when you received Christ as your savior? Um, yeah, I forgot that part. Um, I was okay. 40 years old <laughs> wow. when I received Christ. Okay. And I tell people, and when I taught children's ministry, you know, I went 40 years without hearing the gospel. Wow. 40 years. Wow. And I knew church kids in school. I knew church families. And all it looked like to me was like, that was a club I couldn't be part of. Wow. No one ever, ever said, you know, this is Jesus. This is, what he, this is what he did for you. I, maybe God knew I wouldn't be receptive to it, but to go 40 years and I will never forget when I, I was telling my pastor, you know, when I grew up, we, every year we watched, um, the 10 commandments with Charlton Heston. <laughs> My dad loved Charlton Heston, right? So yeah. For some reason, I thought that was Jesus. I thought that was about Jesus. And I'll never forget what he said. He said, well, they both have beards, Nikki, but, <laughs> so, but I think now, you know, whenever I get um, a little fearful or shy about sharing the gospel, I remember that. Wow. You know, this and, and how brave Diana was to someone who clearly was resistant, but she did what God commands us to do. And she left the rest of it up to him. Yeah. And he took it from That's there, good. you know, and yeah, I'm going to cry right. because it, that was just an amazing thing for her to do. And that changed the trajectory of my life. I am the one person in my family, not on, uh, well, they aren't anymore, but all of them were on a medication for depression. Um, okay. And my brother, one of my brothers committed suicide. Oh, I mean, it runs in our family, but um, 
anyone who knows me knows that's the last thing I, I need. And since then, everyone else in my family has received Christ. Every wow. single one, including my dad, that was a miracle. My mom, that was another miracle, you know, uh, and only God could do that. Yeah, that's it. That is incredible. Um, we just never know if you're a Christian listening uh, and you know the gospel and you have those fears of sharing it. You know, we just never know how God is going to use um, us to make an right. impact in someone else's life by sharing the good news. How <laughs> has your definition of fulfillment changed based upon your story? Um, that is such a great question. You know, I, I look at the 40 years I was living without Christ. Um, I went to the world for everything. You know, I read every self-help book I could find. Um, and I, as I said, we had all this money and yeah. we tried to fulfill ourselves with, with stuff, with buying things. Um, that was like our number one pastime. Yeah. And I always felt like I wasn't on solid ground, you know, for 40 years. I was shifting every which way, uh, depending on what the thought of was to that day, what I was thinking that day. Um, it just felt like I, I was on very unstable ground. And then when I received Christ, I was standing on a rock. Mm. I was standing on a firm foundation. And I all of a sudden, I knew the truth. And it says in his word, the truth sets you free. And that, and, and, you know, like I told my family when this was happening to us and they were seeing all these <laughs> changes in us, I said, you know, he's real. There is just no doubt about it. This isn't just blind faith. He is real. And if you just take that little step, you know, he'll come yeah. the rest of the way, the rest of the way with you. So now fulfillment to me, and I will never forget that when I first received Christ, I went around saying thank you constantly. It's like all of a sudden I had somebody to thank for life. Instead of looking at life and saying, what can I get? I need more. It's not enough. I went from that to, I just, I just want to thank you for everything wow. I have. You know, it's okay. with such a different perspective. And I, I think for anyone out there who has not received Christ, I mean, just know that it's never too late. And that he's just waiting for you. He is waiting for you. Yeah. He, is, he is looking at you like Jesus was looking at me. Right. And he's just waiting for you. Yeah, with open arms. That's right. Yeah. And so based upon your story and these thoughts of suicide that you shared, what do you do to remind yourself today of your personal value and how you have overcome these thoughts? Mm -hmm. Well, I find my value in Christ. Um, and so every single day, especially when you're a mom, <laughs> you know, you can feel very inadequate. Mm. When um, I was serving on school committees and I always felt inadequate in some way, um, always, always focused on, hyper-focused on my mistakes and mm. um you know, I would say, talk to somebody. And then, then later I would think, wow, I shouldn't have said that or that, or we, you know, it was just, I was always putting myself down mm -hmm. and that, that is from Satan. That's what he wants you to do. He, he, that's where he lives. And so now my value is, in, is in Christ and I have confidence 
like I never had before, not because of me really, but because of him in me. Um, I have confidence in his righteousness. So when God sees me now, he doesn't see mistakes. He sees Christ. He sees Christ and his perfect righteousness. Um, And again, I have walked with Christ for a little while now. Um, walk with the Lord to know that he is so full of grace. And I, I say grace upon grace upon grace. There's so many times I've gone to him. He has convicted me of something and I have gone to him and, and said, I'm, I'm sorry, I'll try to do better. I'll do better. And then I'll make the same mistake again, or I'll do it again. And every single time he's there with grace, grace, Mm -hmm. grace, grace. That's when I became a good parent is when I received Christ, because before I would condemn my children um, every single day. But um, we be, when I became a parent and I received his grace and forgiveness, I could impart that to others. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. And can you share with me one truth that God has really used to help strengthen your Christian walk over the years? One truth to strengthen. I will tell you, probably my very favorite verse in the Bible, and there's too many to count, but this one, and um, someone actually just had a plaque made for me with this verse. (laughs) I just love it so much. Um, It's Jeremiah 33, three, and it's call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. And what I hear in that verse and what I know to be true is that um, no matter what I've gone through, the hardest, most difficult times that when I was told I would be blind and in a wheelchair, Mm. I was in my bed and I cried out to God. So I didn't, I didn't mind being in a wheelchair, but I said, I, Lord, I, I I don't want to be blind. I want to see my babies. I want to see their faces. And he came into my heart and imparted himself to me Mm. in a way that I all of a sudden had strength and peace and that confidence. Yeah. And he didn't fix the situation. I still was looking at being blind and in a wheelchair, right? (laughs) Right. And he didn't, the healing didn't start till later. But at that moment, he gave me exactly what I needed. Um, And he doesn't, remove our circumstances always, but to, and often when I pray now and I'm really desperate, I'll say, Lord, I I just want a piece of you because Mm, I know if I just get a little bit of him, his, his hem garment or something, Mm. that's all I need. That is all I need. It's, it's very tough to explain, but when he puts something on your heart in that way, it's unforgettable. It's, um, it could be one second and it could last you a lifetime. Yeah, so that, that's what that verse good. means. Not that he's going to tell us all the answers, but he will tell us, he will give himself. Yeah. Yeah. That's really great. I really like that. Um, what would you say to a listener who is struggling to find their purpose in Christ? Um, just pray, ask God to show you and then move. <laughs> and then, you know, mm-hmm. don't second guess everything. You know, so I, you know, I've been in children's ministry and here and you hear people all the time. Well, I don't know if that's what God's calling me to do. I'm, I'm going to pray. And then a year later, I don't know if that's what God's calling me to do. I'm going to pray, you know, (laughs) you know, just jump in and he'll tell you if it's the wrong thing. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the more we 
I, I hear people all the time, you know, I'm not sure if that was God or, you know, was that really him or whatever? And you can ask, you know, Lord, is that really from you? And he'll send you confirmation. When I, hmm. when I went yeah. from my last job to Mosaic, Virginia, I had offers from three other places. They were huge national ministries. Yeah. And then I had Mosaic, Virginia, this little no lot local nonprofit where I would get a desk where literally I was sharing an office with somebody. And every time someone opened the door, they hit me in the back of the head. I mean, it was that kind of went from a, you know, an expense account to that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Lord, where should I go? I said, Lord, I'll go wherever you want. I just want to know where you want me to go. And he confirmed it. It was incredible what he did, but it was so obvious within one day that I was to go to Mosaic. And I went to Mosaic and uh, the first year I was kind of wondering why I was there, you know, <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then now I feel like I'm in a, in a job that um, is more right for me than any job I've ever been in. Um, I feel like I'm really at the center of his will right now. Yeah, and part of and that started with, you know what that started with, with asking him, he'll tell you great and unsearchable things and then surrendering to him. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Once we um, get saved, we're not just, oh, we've arrived and we're perfect now. And yeah. we're going to, we're going to honor the Lord all the time. <laughs> you yeah. know, it is, we're, we're working through our sanctification and it is, mm -hmm. it's a constant surrender of our will to the Lord. Yeah. Uh, to his will and his plan mm -hmm. and to trust him. And yeah. so this is, this testimony is just so beautiful. And I just really appreciate you, Nikki, sharing your story. And I know your episode will encourage someone who is listening. And it well, it's his story really is like, I yeah. look at, look at me. I, you know, go to, went to church because I wanted my kids to have nice friends. I mean, I, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. It really is, is, is all him. And he's just, uh, uh, he's just amazing. Uh, amazing. He is. He's a good God. He really yeah. is. So Nikki, for those who want to reach out and thank you and maybe send you an email or a message of just how you've encouraged them. Um, could you share with us where they can find you on social media and also your email? Sure. I can be found on Facebook. Just search Nikki Matson, N-I-K-I-M-A-T-T-S-O-N. Or you can um, email me at Mosaic Virginia. You can, uh, that's nmatson at mosaic, M-O-S-A-I-C dash Virginia, all spelled out, dot O-R-G. And you can go to our website at Mosaic Virginia and get in the get involved section and find me there too. Awesome. Well, thank you, Nikki. I really appreciate you joining me on the podcast. And if this episode was a help to you, please share with a friend today who might just need the extra encouragement. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you very much, Becky. Well, that's a wrap for today's episode. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Have a great week and I'll talk to you next time on the I Can Relate podcast.